balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm healthy. I want to stay healthy. I like the idea of what the product is all about. I believe in the body's ability to heal itself, and I also believe that fruits and vegetables from God's great earth are the best way to do that. This is derived right from fruits and vegetables, and there's no extra chemicals involved. And I thought, you know what? If I can just keep my immune system super strong, I'm in favor of it. So far, I've been able to avoid any sicknesses, and I just like to stay out ahead of these things. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Hey, everybody. Just letting you know that Mike Lindell and I, the MyPillow guy, we partnered up. And he wants to help this show, and I want to help him. If you go to MyPillow.com and order all the products you know you're going to buy, towels, sheets, blankets, robes, all of these kinds of things, dog beds even, go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. You're going to get the deepest discount on all these items. They're the very best of all these items. He handpicked these things. And let me just tell you, you're also going to help Truth and Radio, and you're also going to be helping Mike Lindell. Isn't that fantastic? It's a great combination that you can do right from your own home. Call 800-873-1052. That's the phone number, 800-873-1052. You can order directly on that phone number or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to put the code word Kate in. Thanks, you guys. Today's mood? Cranky, with a low tolerance for victimhood. The Kate Daly Show starts now. What is the next disaster? What is the one that we're not prepared for? Well, I'd point out two. One is climate change. Every year that would be a death toll even greater uh, than we've had in this pandemic. Also related to pandemics is something people don't like to talk about much, which is bioterrorism, that somebody who wants to cause damage could engineer uh, a virus. And so that means the cost, the chance running into this is more than just the naturally caused epidemics like uh, the current one. We're about to go into a dark winter, a dark winter. President Trump, your reaction, he says you have no plan. I don't think we're going to have a dark winter at all. But there will be a trade-off. We'll have less safety testing than we typically would have. And so governments will have to decide, you know, do they indemnify the companies and really say, "Let's, let's go out with this. Almost four months into the vaccination effort, providers are beginning to run out of people who want to be euthanized, immunized. A little, little Freudian slip, wasn't it? That was a news team. Yeah, people that want to be euthanized. I mean, I mean immunized. I mean immunized. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. How are you doing today? Um, there's a couple of things that I want to hit right up front, and then I want to open the phone lines, and I want you to be able to call up about anything that you're concerned about. We'll do kind of open phone lines, and I also want you to share what was the moment that you realized um that you realize that things were so off that they couldn't be coincidences and that things were, that you realize that you started doing more homework on things than just listening to the news. 
What was that moment for you? Was it a certain story? What was it? That, the catalyst that led to that. And I cannot wait to hear what you have to say. Maybe we can learn something in how to, uh, how to deal with all of the uh, sheeple out there. And how, because my, my worry is we're not going to educate enough of people out there um, in time for some of this stuff. And so I want to get right down to the root of what was the catalyst for you? Because maybe it's like that for someone else. You never know. I mean, come on. 888-673-1450. I think it's worthy to explore a wake-up moment, isn't it? And uh, my wake-up moment was uh, I was doing the show, actually. Uh, doing the show. Uh, really forced me to look at the issues and to look at government and to look at the Constitution and understand a lot more about what was going on. And boy, can I just tell you. Uh, so um, you can call up with that. Be thinking about that for a moment. Um, in the clip, let me let me play the first uh, the first part of this clip for you, because this was Bill Gates being interviewed recently. Let me play this part for you. What is the next disaster? What is the one that we're not prepared for? Well, I'd point out two. One is climate change. Every year that would be a death toll even greater uh, than we've had in this pandemic. Also related to pandemics is something people don't like to talk about much, which is bioterrorism, that somebody who wants to cause damage could engineer uh, a virus. And so that means the cost, the chance of running into this is more than just the naturally caused epidemics like uh, the current one. We're about to... Mm, okay, now... He said climate change, which, of course, you have to understand my stance on climate change. My stance on climate change is, have you ever, in your 50, 60, 70, 80 years, have you ever really encountered um, human-caused climate change? Because we have too many plastic bags, because we have too many straws, they tell us, right? That, this, that these catalysts were, were, we the humans are ruining the earth. When truly, when truly it's what they're doing up there with chemtrails and everything else, what they're doing, okay, when, when the articles came out about Bill Gates dimming the sun, it's, uh, they've been doing that, you know, for a long time. So it's interesting that what they're doing is cause, is going to cause things and has caused things. It's not us doing the damage, but we're the blame right now. So human cause, when I say human caused, I mean us. Um, not them, us, um, but we are, we are definitely the target for more taxation, um, regulation, and of course the UN stepping in to solve all of the crisis that will happen in the future and they'll blame it all on climate change. Um, but, uh, I'm going to be doing a show about that next uh, Tuesday about chemtrails specifically the patents, everything. And so we'll, um, definitely hit that really hard. So people really understand what's going on in our skies, but, um, but as far as uh, human-caused climate change, the kind that in the narrative that they talk about, yeah, that, that's not a thing. But what they're doing in the skies is a thing. It's always misdirection. It's always misdirection. Whatever they say is to blame, it's the opposite. It's, isn't it? It's, it, all, it gets me every time. Um, it's, it just no fail, right? It just always, I'm just utterly surprised uh, at the misdirection that we get. The other part of that was a couple of years ago, Bill Gates said that um, Bill Gates said uh, we were going to have a, an, a pandemic, an illness. Okay. He didn't say bioweapon. He didn't say terror event. He said illness three years ago. He said we were going to have a, a respiratory, something with the respiratory. Wow. Is he clairvoyant? 
But isn't it interesting that he wasn't talking about the bioweapon thing? He really kind of stuck three years ago in a TED talk to what is exactly went on in 2020, right? The whole COVID narrative. Okay. And so this is why um, I talk about uh, what I talk about on the show. And, and I point to the fact that they've got smallpox. Are they going to unleash that? And maybe a different variant of it because they've been working on it for a long time. Like he said, man-made in a, in a lab. Um, well, they've had something to work with, haven't they? And so uh, I thought that was of interest uh, that he was solely talking about the bio weapon part of that. Now, listen, I think this is uh, uh, Biden. Here we go. This was when he was running for president and then he eventually fraudulently took the election. Here we go. We're about to go into a dark winter, hmm, a dark, dark winter. winter. President Trump, your reaction, he says you I have no plan. I don't have a dark winter and, at all. But there- Okay, we're not going to have a dark winter at all. I'm going to talk about that. Um, so dark winter was an interesting drill in 2001. Okay, Dark winter was a drill that started out focusing on, um, you know, the Middle East and the Middle East doing something to us and Iraq doing something to us that would result in, of course, a covert smallpox attack on U.S. citizens. And there were a lot of key players in this. You had the director of central intelligence, was Wolseley. Um, you had uh, all kinds of people. Oh, my gosh, you name it. It was the whole gamut of people during that time from the uh, governor of Oklahoma, because Oklahoma was involved um, as one of the key cities. Oklahoma and I think Georgia um, was involved. And um, and so they kind of outlined like three different cities this happening to. And a lot of people were spreading around a clip during COVID, and it was actually a clip from this drill. It was a very scripted event. Um, so it wasn't real, but Oklahoma was, was uh, you know, basically saying some pretty scary things, um, but it wasn't actually real. It was from, it was from this. But you had attorney generals, director of FEMA, you had uh, FBI, of course, and uh, I mean, all the way down the list, secretary of defense, you name it. And so they did the key players. They had it all scripted out. And they even had somebody that would play the president. Um, And so they walked us into, oh, hey, by the way, uh, this would happen in Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. Lab specimens en route to CDC, and all of a sudden there'd be some sort of somebody spreading this around, but it would be somebody from another country, of course. Something would happen to unleash this, and it has a 30% death rate to it. You have symptoms, and it takes about, uh, I think, 4 to 14 days to actually get it full force. And so there's only a couple of days there where you could get the people vaccinated quick enough, and if you couldn't, it was game over, and and we were going to lose a third of the people Uh, that got smallpox. Um, And then, of course, you know, the last case was in Texas in 1949. That was the last case of smallpox. So, A, you should be asking these questions, I would think. Number one, why do we still have it in a lab? Why are we working on it? Why did we just pass the FDA um, approval for the treatment for smallpox? No, No one has it. And why does Russia have a sample, too? Why are they working on it, too? They have it in their labs, too. 
So we will go to the ends of the earth to go find weapons of mass destruction, but we won't. <laughs> it's okay if, if we think some other country is going to do a bioterror attack. And here we've blamed Russia for everything the last four years that I actually don't think they were guilty of at all. And it's okay that Russia has that. It's just very strange to me the the things that we think are okay and the things we we go after in this country. But when they were talking about this in depth, and it's 44 pages long, 44 pages long, about exactly how this would go down and what would happen. And I'm sure, you know, I mean, really and truly, they went into a lot of info. And they also kept saying, there's no treatment. There's no treatment if we just can't get to them to a vaccination, uh, you know, uh, fast enough. Well, my gosh, what are we going to do? So then they come out miraculously with this treatment a month ago, right? They approve it. And uh, what people don't know, and I said this yesterday, but I'll repeat, is that if you've had a common cold, CMV, which is a very common cold that most people have had, um, or if you have it, sometimes you don't even know you have it. Um, if you do, if you have that, then the increased chance of death goes higher. If you're taking the drug more than two weeks and I think two days or something. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Um, so no, I would not trust their treatment. And so that's why I kept saying get Saracena uh, purpua, that's that plant extract, because it's the only known cure um, that they came out with in 1958 in the Chicago Medical Journals. Well, um, that's been buried for a long time. And so I'm hoping people do that, truly. But uh, I, I do find it interesting that they were mentioning dark winter. Do you remember any other election where they were talking about that? And everybody thought it was from the COVID thing hanging over, right? 20 into 2020 into 2021. But he specifically kept talking about dark winter. And I just, I just think there's more of a coincidence to that than there, than there would be him just describing it in that terminology, since that's not a very common terminology. Okay. I could imagine somebody saying hard winter or, you know, describing it as, as far as uh, climbing out of all of the, the junk that's happened to us, all the crap that's happened to us in the last year and a half. But dark winter is a really curious term to keep using. And did you hear Trump say, well, not if I'm president, you know, <laughs> uh, no dark winter. That was interesting. Um, and was there a little a battle going on there? Some people think so. So I wanted to mention that. I also wanted to mention Bill Gates saying that, uh, of course, there was no safety involved in these vaccines. And uh, governments were, again, going to have to understand that they were going to maybe are they going to take on that liability? Um, well, they've certainly even for what comes down as a bio uh, weapon attack have really no responsibility anymore. And I hope people realize that they're not going to take responsibility, even if you tried. And uh, and then. Um, when they do unleash something real, what, what will we do? And so I just kind of wanted to bring that to your attention. That was a, a drill ran in 2001. And we talked about it on the show, a couple, you know, I think last year um, or near the election time. But uh, we didn't go into any depth on it. I'll be right back and I will take your calls. 888-673-1450. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Oh, man. 
Holy cow. Does that bring you on back? <laughs> well, uh, Mark Zuckerberg has, uh, he's invented Zuckerville. Yeah, moving on up, baby. You can go to Zuckerville and, uh, and you can live there. I bet that's fun. Yeah. If you think, not a place for you. But <laughs> if you... If you really love Zuckerberg, he's got a whole city going. Um, before we go there, and I will take your calls, by the way, 888-673-1450. I can't wait to take your calls. Um, mentioning MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com, all you got to do is put in the code word Kate. Did you know that you can get up to 40% off? Did you know it helps the show? And did you know that you can get throw pillows? The softest throw blankets for the couch that you've ever had in your life. And also um, the loungewear. The loungewear is so awesome. The loungewear is like silky smooth, amazing. Um, I would bet you could even run to the store in it too if you really wanted to because uh, it can kind of pass off as both. But they have loungewear uh, for big guys all the way down to the to the littlest guy all the way. I mean, every kind of size imaginable and comfort is king over there. And so go to MyPillow.com. I mean, they do MyPillow. They do all kinds of sheets and towels and amazing products, but they do all these other things, too. You're going to be surprised when you go there. But when you use the code Kate, you support Truth and Radio. And the show needs the help. What can I say? We need the help. So, uh, But you're going to get amazing products for it, which I absolutely... Don't you just love that? I think that's so cool. Go to MyPillow.com and put in the code word Kate. So I have to... I, I just have to mention this. Um, this is... <laughs> Sorry. Facebook is developing their own city near Silicon. Uh, these people are really bored. And I just wanted to mention that the most of the housing they say is non-affordable <laughs> and for Facebook employees. And, uh, and you know what I kept thinking when I was reading this? Because we talked about uh, Chicago housing yesterday in the last hour. We talked about how that came about and how the problems came about and how what a, what a monstrosity it's become um, in the cities. But I, I, the reason I say this is because when they're designing the city, think about it. Facebook is designing a city and paying for homes for their workers. And, of course, they're going to have restaurants and they're going to have all these things located there. So you don't even have to actually get into one of those evil SUVs. <laughs> The kind they all drive around whenever they go somewhere. But, you know, you don't have to get into one of those. You, you can just ride a bike. And uh, and everything is so, sort of self-contained. Can you imagine living in a city like this? But think about the fact that they're doing this because you're going to see more corporations doing this. And they're going to start buying homes for their people. Yeah. it's it, And now there's a whole story behind that. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi, there. I got a hold of you. Yeah. Go right ahead. You're live. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've got a, I've got a story of the day I kind of woke up. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, please. If you've got a little bit of time. I think you'll appreciate it. Okay. Um, back in 1980, if you remember, um, or actually back in 1979, December 97 mm-hmm. or 79, the Soviets invaded Afghanistan, mm-hmm. and in the summer of 1980, President Carter then decided to boycott the Olympics, Summer Olympics in Moscow. Mm. And so the United States Olympic team didn't go to the Olympics that year. Mm. Fast forward to 1983, December, there was a guy by the name of Lyndon LaRouche. I don't know if you've ever yeah, heard of why, him Yeah, I do know that name. Uh, yeah, Lyndon LaRouche, mm-hmm. for some of your listeners, was kind of the leader of what they would describe as a fanatical... Mm, political yes. cult. Okay. 
and he, he was running for president, and he came on the TV, and I was watching, and um, he did a half-hour deal, and he said, you know, he gave his spiel for um, his political mm-hmm. pitch, mm-hmm. and he said that <clears throat> in the summary, he goes, oh, and by the way, surrounding the 1984 Olympics in Los Angeles, there are going to be acts of subversion. Mm-hmm. And he said the Russians are going to use that as an excuse to back out of the Olympics in mm-hmm. Los Angeles. Well, just a few weeks prior to the Olympics, there was some nut job down in Los Angeles going high speed down a major street, swerves up on a sidewalk, and he takes a bunch of pedestrians out. Oh, yeah. And then just shortly after that... Uh-huh. There was the shooting at the McDonald's in the Los Angeles area. Right, which we've done stories on on the show. And, yeah, okay. Yeah. San, and within San hours of those two incidents, the Russians said, we can't guarantee the safety of our athletes, and they backed out of the 1984 Olympics. Oh, wow. Lyndon LaRouche he called, called it, it eight yeah. months prior. Holy cow. Wow. And that's when I realized that things just aren't what they seem. Amen. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. He died last year. Uh, yeah, and he yeah. was, uh, he was, uh, he was, wasn't he sent to prison? Um, yeah, actually. Yeah. In 1992, he gave his spiel for his uh, presidential campaign mm. from federal prison. Jeez. You know, it's scary. It is really scary because I swear to you people that believe in all those coincidences and think that, you know, nothing, nothing to see here, folks. At this point in 2021, you would honestly have to put your head so far in the sand to not notice the coincidences at all. And I don't know how people do it, but I love that that woke you up, that you saw that. I, I love that. That's perfect. Maybe people yeah. just have to see, and I just start stop calling it a coincidence, right? They're coincidence theorists. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Thanks for sharing that. Truly, right. I'm really Thank glad you, you did. Thank you. Um, I love hearing what it was that made you start questioning things, because maybe it can give us some insight as to how to deal with all the people around us. I don't know. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi. Hey, love your show. First thank off, you. you're doing an amazing job keeping Thanks. the good fight. You're doing awesome. Aw, thank you. But anyways, uh, anyways, anyways, I heard a, a quote that I thought was very befitting to the time, sure. and I just want to say it out loud. But okay. anyways, uh, it goes like this. Hard times create strong men. Mm. Strong men create good times. Nice. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. And I think that's about where we're at right now. You're right. When I think of that, I think of the founding fathers. Mm. But anyways, I just want to throw that out there. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. It's a great quote. And uh, what a cycle, right? What a cycle. Kind of interesting that just this morning, I was looking at the new Marvel movie with all the biggest stars in it, okay? And it's mocking the founders. It's actually mocking America. Uh, do you want to listen? I'll give you a quick little listen. I had to get rid of all of the F words, and it was a lot just in this really quick little segment that I'm going to play for you that was only uh, 16 seconds. This is the new Marvel movie that um, that's a parody on the founders. Here you go.
Washington. Let's go start a revolution. Yeah, it's like that the whole time. Listen up. Ding dong! It's America, mother. Did you practice that light in the car on your way here? What the fuck is a car? Holy. Yeah, uh, it's interesting, right? Um, yeah. To play lookout for you while you break the law. Yeah, and a black guy goes, and you want a black man to go, uh, to go, <laughs> to go play lookout for you? No. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's really sad, actually, and it involves a lot of um, curious, uh, big, huge actors, big time actors, and uh, they think the movie will be huge. America, the movie, yeah, uh, it's really sad, actually, that they're that they're doing this. They're just trashing, trashing as much as they can. But just going back to, and you can call up with your stories. I do want to hear what it was. What was the catalyst uh, for you, kind of understanding that maybe it it isn't what it seems, and that um, and maybe there was a story, a particular story. I just love that guy's example. A particular story that made you go. I, come on, are we supposed to believe that? And then you started looking and started unraveling that ball of yarn. Um, what what was the catalyst? On the housing thing, um, you're going to see a lot of cities and you're going to see a lot of people start um, paying for housing for uh, employees. And I, I keep telling people this because it's actually coming. It's actually in the works Um right now, which is really pathetic, but, uh, uh there was a, uh, I think it was, was it Nashville? There was a city that basically approved this last year in 2020 that said, yeah, we want to, we want the tax dollars, the city budget to also afford homes for people like firemen, policemen, teachers, things like this. Do you realize how big that budget would have to be, uh, to include all of that? You realize how bad it would have to get and see Zuckerberg doing his little, you know, Zuckerville. Well, let me say this about that. Yeah, no one in their right mind would want to be there with them. And it's mostly going to be, uh, but they did have to, they mostly Facebook employees, but they did have to tell Facebook, you know, they did have to tell the city that they were going to allow some people to live there um, and maybe have some cheaper homes there. But I did find it interesting that it's a story because I actually think it's kind of a misdirected story. It's really a story about, look at us, we're a corporation and we're making a city for our employees. And this is the new norm because it's socialized housing. So this is the new norm in America. All the tax dollars go to afford kind of like military housing for everyone. Well, military housing, have you seen military? It's nothing special. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nothing very nice. It's like going to Europe and everyone has a little apartment, a little Ikea apartment. And, uh, and that's basically it. Um, you guys, we cannot allow this to happen. We just can't. We just can't. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Okay. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Bears and Stearns. Okay. I'm like, who are these people to be picking winners and losers in my country? I know. And Kate, the housing projects in Chicago, mm -hmm. that wasn't a mistake. That wasn't incompetence. That is textbook Soviet. Yeah. Yeah, I realize that. And we didn't talk enough about that angle either. It's uh, they it's it's like right now they want the door to door to fail so that they can and they act like this is, you know, what they want to have happen. But it's actually uh, part of the plan so that they can walk in and say, see, it failed. 
Um, but yeah, it was in, destined to fall. I lived in some Section 8 housing once, mm. and it was a nightmare. I bet. Because these people didn't care about themselves. They sure didn't care about me. Yeah. Every boob on the, in the place had right. a huge stereo yeah. cranked up. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Really appreciate it. I'm... I, I just get a little more horrified that because we get something that government wants to give us, that we will completely sell out because we get something. Because that's kind of been the norm, if you've noticed. Politicians do it. People do it. If they get something out of it, then it's okay. But it's not okay because you have to lose your principles to do it. So it's not okay. And, uh, and people right now saying, well, gosh, I could have a cheaper house. Let's do it. You mean someone else? I don't, nameless faces out there will have to pay for it. And they go, oh, no, 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 it's grant money. <laughs> what do they think grant money is? Give me a break. <sighs> grant money is us. <laughs> it's us. After everyone takes their cut, it's us. Our money. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Am I the only one here tonight? Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Who thinks of taking all the good we got and turning it back? Hell, I'll be damned. I think I'm turning into my old man. Am I the only one willing to bleed? Take a this uh aaron lewis uh, a few people wrote in and said you must play this song and totally right totally right wow aaron lewis am i the only one uh there's a clean version and an explicit version and uh oh man nails it anyway welcome to the show and happy to have you uh, of course uh make sure you get over to balance of nature balanceofnature.com and uh you're going to get the best product for your health when we're talking health let's talk real health right <laughs> Get the product that I'll actually help you. 
um, and uh, nutrients help you, right? And all of the things that they've included uh, in this great product, but it is helping people around the country. Oh man, it's growing so popular right now because people are understanding that they have to do something and uh, they need some kind of food supplement to their diet. And this is the best one by far. By far, leaps and bounds above everyone else. Balanceofnature.com, and uh, they put such care into the making of this. It's amazing. You'll love it. Balanceofnature.com. Just put, make sure and put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, and uh, you're going to love this product. I know it. And you can try it. Money back guarantee. You can try it. But uh, get it ordered. Get it ordered and order extra. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. You were asking what uh, woke us up. Yeah. And... I'm old now, but when I was about 20, I found a call. I literally found a book, and mm-hmm. it was called None Dare Call It Conspiracy mm. by Gary Allen. Yeah. And I flipped it over, and I thought, huh, I wonder what this is about. It had an interesting cover, and I flipped it over, and on the back page, or on the back of the mm-hmm. book, it was mm-hmm. paperback, mm-hmm. it had all the people who had endorsed it. And the reason I sat down and read it is because, and some people will recognize this name, mm-hmm. Ezra Taft Benson mm-hmm. had, had recommended it to everyone, mm-hmm. and he used the Secretary of Agriculture yeah. uh, title in, in the endorsement. Love it. I love and, it. Yeah. None dare call it conspiracy. Amazing. Yeah. And that book, it's an older book. It's mm-hmm. been out for a long time because I read it 40 years ago, hmm. and... I never looked at the world the same again. Now, anybody who writes a book like that, if he's going to put a timetable to anything, they will always be wrong. Mm-hmm. Because sure. the timetable is never what you think it's going to be. Right. But most of the things he said happened, they're happening. It just took a little longer than he thought. Always does. But it was my eye-opener to the world. And again, I never looked at the world the same again. Mm, Amen. Thank you for that. Really appreciate your call. Uh, That is a fantastic book. And usually a book can do that. Isn't that amazing? When you're hearing the truth, it's, it's like being at a wrestling match and then somebody tells you it's fake. It's choreographed. And then all of a sudden you can't look at it the same. You just can't. Uh, That's what happened to me too. When I was on the uh, radio, I started noticing that when I started trying to give a conviction of what I thought I believed in, I couldn't back it up. And when I couldn't back it up, I got mad and emotional. And I couldn't understand why I couldn't back it up with a principle. And I realized that the things like that for me were things that I had been taught by my TV, taught by uh, politics at large, taught by politicians, right? And, And that I couldn't back it up. And so I got angry. I got mad. And... Then I realized that I, I was going to have to understand how to back it up. Because if somebody pressed me for an answer as to why I thought that I should, you know, uh, number one, it was seatbelt. That was one of the first little dings. And I thought, well, everyone should wear one. I know, but should they be able to force it? Well, I mean, yeah, sure. Sure, why not? It makes everybody safe. Really? And so as you walk that back, you, I mean, I honestly could not give the answer as to why I thought it was okay for government to do that. <laughs> and when somebody is asked a lot of questions, um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like Thomas Massey, uh, the congressman saying, well, then prove to me why I need a shot when I know my body immune system can cover this and you've already told me my body's immune system is okay. Then why do I need one? And when you start to put the emphasis back on them to explain why, then they realize that 
they're it's full of holes. They can't do it. They just literally can't do it. Tell me how a straw and a plastic bag have been have been having an effect on my life. <laughs> how has that affected my life? How is how has it ever affected my life? Because the climate change narrative you're telling me is not panning out because we're now in the year 2021 and for 60 years we were told every decade we were going to die at the end of the decade okay but really and truly what is the what is the narrative versus the truth on that the narrative versus the truth is human caused climate change and when i say human i mean the public uh, you and i that's not a thing it's not a thing it's never been shored up by anybody but are they causing things to happen with harp and with chemtrails and everything yes they have been for a long time patents are over 100 years old yes they have been they've been at it for a long time humans are causing climate change it's just not the ones that they're blaming so they decided to blame us for it and make people the bad guy while they carry out some of these things yet at the same time um, you know, cause you and I can look around and we're going, now, wait a minute. Now we can notice, we can notice some things that they're doing might be having an effect on us as far as what they're carrying out, but human caused climate change, all the things they're blaming in the press, the things that they want to regulate tax for all those things. That's not a thing. And so wake up moments are very, very interesting to me. I learn a lot from people's wake up moments because I know all of you are struggling with family members and friends right now. And uh, Dennis Prager asked a question. He said, why don't men have friends? Why don't men have as many friends as they used to? And that's an interesting question. There could be a lot of answers, but I immediately jumped to the conclusion, wrong or right, I don't know, it's just my own conclusion, that we have become so divisive politically. But the reason is, is because you have the truth tellers versus the propaganda tellers. And we're both diehards. <laughs> And so everything now has turned political, sports, everything. So if you're watching a game with a bunch of buddies and a couple of them believe that the guy should kneel and the rest of them say, no, he shouldn't kneel, um, then you're going to have a problem in a game, right? I mean, I actually, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. You tell me. Is that why, is that why people are kind of not engaging as much anymore? Is this why? Um, because they're, they're very good at dividing us, but they've made everything political now. The corporations made everything political, right? Because now the corporations are taking a stance. Geez, it used to be you'd walk down the street, you would never talk about politics with somebody. Wrong or right, maybe we should have more, the truth more, and we wouldn't be in this state all along. But there again, that's the situation we're in. So we, we didn't talk about politics or religion. Everybody was friends, right? Neighborhoods were friends, right? Everybody had, you know, a, a lot of people, not really good friends because then you could get your closest friends and really talk to them, but you'd have a lot of acquaintance friends, a lot more friends. And now do you still, you know, everyone purchase a flag on their lawn for what they stand for wrong or right. And it's divisive and so we're not having those conversations with people as much. And, and, and mind you, I, I understand when you can say, well, those conversations were actually probably not very healthy. I don't know because we weren't really talking about anything real. We should have been educating all along. We should have figured it out all along. I think, I think one of the most depressing things to me um, has been 
it's kind of like seeing the front lines of war. You, you, not that I've ever been in war, so maybe I can't equate it to that, but I feel depressed. I feel depressed for this country because I feel like that we're not getting it. We're not understanding that the the wrestling match is rigged, right? We're not understanding the big picture. But for me, the wake up moment was uh, one of them was The President Makers. When I read that book, The President Makers by Don Fotheringham, that was one of the books that you could not deny the existence that people were pulling the strings um, in uh, Washington, D.C. and that that people are very, very owned there. You could not refute it after reading that book, The President Makers. You just couldn't. 100 years, 120 years of showing you exactly, um, you know, who's at the helm and how they did everything. So it's orchestrated, yes, and much more orchestrated than we think. And I know that's sometimes hard for people to understand or believe. Maybe it rocks their world too much. I don't know. But what was your moment? Because I think, and we'll go into the next hour too. I'll take your calls. Think about it. What was your moment? Where did you go? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And, uh, and there's a host of things. And once you start unraveling that yarn, it's kind of hard not to because then you want to know what else you thought, right? What else did you think um, was up uh, that, that's, that's different? And sometimes people, I didn't want to know for a while. It was too hard. I had to take it in doses. So, um, and that's hard because you just, you just want to shake somebody and just tell them the truth. And, oh, it's so difficult. It's so difficult because now we have the war of not only the, the politicalness of everything, but we always try and put everything in a box. Well, you're a liberal. You believe this. I'm a conservative. I believe this. But now it's changed. The game has changed. And now it's much more convoluted between uh, people, too, between how they feel about it. Um, Because you're going to have a lot of liberals that are activists for climate change, but they don't realize that, that there are certain people causing things to happen, but what they're trying to blame it on isn't real, right? So there's a, there's, there's so much misinformation, misdirection now that it's very difficult to, um, to try to even get in conversations with people. Um, we have long held beliefs and those beliefs have come from years and years and years of what I call adult school, adult education that we never paid for or signed up for. And that's the TV. That's the TV. It's our adult education class. We just didn't know it. They knew it. They knew the messaging. They, they understood what they were doing. They know. And when I say they, oh, it's a whole host of people. It's a whole host of people um, that, uh, that reap some benefits um, from, from sending messages like this, bad messaging um, through the TV to the populace. And that has sadly educated most Americans. So, we are, uh, man, we're in for it, aren't we? Hi, caller. You have about a minute. Go for, go for it. Uh, yeah. My moment of, uh, I guess, change came mm-hmm. when uh, Bush, as president, said, uh, we're going to go into the new world order. And then mm-hmm. as I've watched things since then, yeah, uh, it, <laughs> it's pretty obvious. And then you start thinking back, and then you can see where, yes, it started prior to that. Yeah. But I just... Uh, he didn't even explain that, but hmm. that's what's happening. Yep, you're exactly right. I really appreciate your call. Uh, that was a big. That was a big moment. That was a moment where they said, "This is in play 
and we're going to admit it because just try and do something about it, wasn't it? I think so. I think they've been wanting to admit that for a long time. But they really didn't talk as as openly about it until Senior Bush came along, um, who was at the helm of so much of that. And that's what another hard thing is that a lot of Republicans really like the Bush family. And really what you what you mostly hear is, well, they hug the troops. So what if they hug the troops? (laughs) The Bush family has not done. uh, It's it's been amazing. The, The Bush family was I think there's a lot of cognitive dissonance there. And so we get real tribal. You know what I mean? Um, because there's enough to talk about with these communists that they don't want anyone on the right, you know, to, to talk about the real truth about some of these characters on the right. But we have to in order to wake people up. I'm convinced of that. You have to. You have to talk about both sides. Um, well, I am playing the wrong music, apparently. That's okay. Hey, what can I say? <laughs> um, you know I'm going to have like one mistake every single show, right? Um, and so... Uh, we'll go into the next hour. I'd love to hear your calls. Please call in. And I want to hear about what what shook you out of the tree. What helped you realize what was going on? KateDallyRadio.com. KateDallyRadio.com for the podcast.